I am Kevin Fulta. I'm a professor and chairman of the Horticultural Sciences Department at the University of Florida. You've become something of a, I think, national expert on this genetic engineering thing. You're giving talks all over the place about it, right? Well, I've had the privilege of being able to grow up with this technology and understand it. And now it's really in demand as people want to learn more about the technology that touches their food. You talk to citrus growers here in Sebring and others in the citrus industry about messaging, genetic engineering. You said we've got to get the message right and that some anti-genetic engineering groups have stolen our narrative. That's exactly right. When we look across um, all of the good innovations that exist to solve a monumental problem of citrus greening and the other issues in citrus, there are many great innovations at the University of Florida and other places that could potentially remedy some of these problems. The big issue is, is that they're locked away in laboratories with no real um, evidence that they'll ever come out to solve the problem. And that's mostly because we haven't spoken about it with the public in a very clear way. And these issues are both, to some extent, regulatory and consumer issues, correct? Well, if the consumers demanded we want this today and that they felt strongly enough about it where they could change the regulatory system or influence those who are policymakers, we could see some very strong changes that would be beneficial for the industry. The big trick is uh, a regulatory climate right now is, is strangling. And uh, consumers are afraid of the technology. And that's because as an agricultural industry, as producers, as well as scientists, we haven't been very good at the way we talk about good technology. I think you said the anti-genetic engineering crowd uh, uses a lot of non-science. Well, there's a lot of people who either uh, use uh, completely fake data there are people who take real data and misinterpret it deliberately. And there's others that just make up bad information, which is shared very quickly through the Internet. So it's very difficult for someone who's just looking for an answer about what to feed their family. It's very difficult for them to know what to believe and who to trust. You made the point that we can't argue with those people who are, have already got their mind up, made up. We need to go to the middle ground. That's right. Most people aren't really for or against the technology. They just want to feed their families something safe and something they can afford. And what we have to do as ag producers is discuss with them, these people in the middle, we have to discuss with those people what this technology is and what it isn't. What are the relative risks and benefits? And that way we can change the relative acceptance. You said it might help to remind consumers that all crops have been altered somehow by breeding over thousands of years. Absolutely. This is uh, genetic engineering is simply a precise extension of traditional breeding, that we're changing plants in ways that we can predict versus uh, ways that were rather random just through traditional breeding. Everything that we eat has been changed by humans in one way or another. You told the group agriculture is trusted. People will listen to farmers. Yes, people uh, still have huge high regard for farmers. They just are uncomfortable with farming, which is a really interesting dichotomy, that they trust what farmers do and they trust farmers as competent sources of information. They just get concerned when you talk about the business side. And farmers have to get out there and simply remind people that there are people who have families, who have concerns about their environment and their operations, and that their job is to, they take very seriously, is to produce a safe, affordable, and wholesome product. 
Most farmers don't have a public forum, but they do have social media, and you spend a good bit of time on that. How can citrus growers use social media to let consumers and others know that genetic engineering is okay? The citrus growers have to get into the space of, 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 uh, of social media simply to tell their story. You know, where were they a few years ago? How many generations were on the farm? And what happened in the 2000s to change that? How did the grove look before and how does it look after? How much input did you have to use before and after? What are the other changes and how do you see the future? Just those heartfelt stories from people who are credible have tremendous ability to sway public opinion. And right now they're just not there in sufficient quantity. You talked about telling what our values are, sustainable agriculture, the environment, those sort of things. Yes, so the issue with talking to consumers is not to beat them to death with facts. It's about sharing our values and talking about the issues that all of us are worried about and all of us are concerned about with respect to agriculture. And if we start out talking about how we are thinking about sustainable farming, how to keep farmers in business, how to do it with less environmental impact, how to use fewer inputs. Those are values that all of us share, no matter what your opinion is on genetic engineering. Start there. Tell the story and then show how genetic engineering is one part of a bigger solution. Someone asked you if we might eventually get HLB-resistant trees without genetic engineering. And I think the answer is maybe. You at least see some trees which are holding up very well in the presence of very strong disease pressure. And so that's kind of my weasel word way of saying that our breeders are doing amazing work. There's many good solutions that look uh, plausible, but it still will be a little bit of time before they're available on a wide scale. Any other things that you would like citrus growers to know? Well, I think the most important part is that our citrus growers need to understand their important role in the adoption of new innovations when they come. That they have to be out there now sharing their stories, talking about what is important to them as a, as a grower, and explaining ways that new technologies can help them do it better and maybe with less environmental impact. I think those stories resonate really well with, public, with the public and make the whole discussion a whole lot less asymmetrical. Right now, there's somebody else telling their story, and it's not the correct story. Our growers need to be in that space talking about the realities of agriculture in Florida. Will we get genetic engineering that gives us resistant trees to HLB? The question is not if, it's a question of when. And I think you'll see a variety of different approaches that are conferring resistance or tolerance to the disease. So I'm confident that it will happen. It may happen very soon. It definitely will be something that we uh, will be seeing in the production field within the decade. But um, how, um, whether or not that will be here fast enough to make a big difference is really the question. For Southeast Agnet, I'm Ernie Neff.